it's like the craziest time to have a birthday, but we just had one in our house and I'm telling you, we had so much fun. At first, the idea of it was sort of sad, but then we just flipped it. We weren't going to focus on all the bummer parts. We were just going to focus on making it the most fun day for the birthday girl. I learned so much in planning Presley's little day at home, and I've thought of like 200 other ideas since then, so I wanted to share it all. If someone you love has a birthday coming up, you'll love this episode. It's all about throwing an awesome birthday celebration at home that will make them feel so special, and it'll be a day they'll never forget. We're talking about birthdays during quarantine. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. Today we are talking about how to be awesome at celebrating a birthday during quarantine. So whether you're celebrating someone that lives with you or someone that doesn't live with you but is having a birthday and you love them, there are still so many special ways to celebrate while we are all needing to stay home. So we just had a birthday party for Presley in our house. She turned eight. So I am going to share with you a few things that I did for Presley a few days ago that went over really well and some other things that didn't go over so great. And so many of other ideas that I've thought of since then that I think could be really, really fun. First, it's all about your mindset. Don't think about the people you can't see and the restaurants you can't go to, and the party you are hoping to have that you can't throw, you just got to get all that out of your head because it's only going to make you you know, depressed about the whole thing. I'm telling you, going into this, whether it's someone that lives with you and you're throwing a little family party at home or with your roommates or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whoever it is, or you want to make a birthday special for someone that doesn't live with you. So they're in quarantine in their own home. So we can't see them in person. How do we make this special? Lots and lots of ideas today. I'm going to throw out a whole bunch of stuff at you so you can just kind of pick and choose and see what works for you, what's easy for you, what you think they would like the most and really make this birthday special. But I'm telling you, the person who's having the birthday and you have to just get in the right mindset. This period of time, this quarantine is not going to last forever. All those things that you had in your mind, you have to let go and accept that we're going to do that another time. We're going to do that next year or for something else. But in the here and now, there are so many special ways to celebrate and, you know, kind of timestamp it. Like this is a moment in time. We're doing it this way. We're going to think outside the box and really think about the person who you're celebrating and think about what they would like. So for my Presley, she's turning eight. She loves watching YouTube videos and her favorite channel is Unspeakable. And so they do different challenges. And one of the favorite, her favorite challenges, her favorite videos is they fill their house with, I think it's like 150,000 ball pit balls. And she loves this video. There's a huge inflatable duck that they ride around in and she loves it. So I thought, okay, 
whatever we're going to do at home, I just want to make it something that is like so specific to her that she'll like, there's no way she won't be so excited. So while she was asleep, I filled her room with 4,000 ball pit balls, which I thought would be a ton, but turns out I should have done 10,000. But listen, it still worked. It was a total win. And I filled the whole room. I went online. I found the exact inflatable duck from walmart.com. I blew it up halfway with a pump and then I stored it in my closet, but I couldn't blow it up all the way because it wouldn't go through all the doors. So at 4 a.m. when I was setting all this up, because I didn't want to do it right when they fell asleep because my two girls share a room, but I didn't want to do it right when they fell asleep because I didn't want it to be like, you know, they weren't in deep sleep yet and I worried they would risk waking up. And I figure, listen, when it's school days, they're the hardest to wake up in the morning. So I set up a ton of stuff the night before and then the actual like getting it all in place, I did it four in the morning so they would be in a nice deep sleep. So I set up a couple different, I'll tell you the details in case you want to do something like this or something similar. I set up, um, I have a work phone and a personal phone. I set up both of my phones with a white noise going on them. So it was like nice rain in the whole room. So any noise I made would kind of be like, you know, doled out by all the white noise rain in the room, put on my sound machines. And then I kind of sectioned off the room with pillows and then like another thing with a balloon structure and the dock. So the balls didn't just go everywhere because I realized quickly I was losing a lot of balls under the bed and under things, you know, because the balls just want to spread out. So if you're doing this, kind of section it off a little bit or put something even under the bed so you can't lose a ton of your balls in areas that you can't see. I just wanted something when I was thinking about concepting this, I was like, what would she wake up and just be like, this is crazy and this is the coolest thing. And that's really where my mind goes. And it's funny because that's why my, t- my husband tells me I'm, I'm insane at least once a day. And this, he was like, you, you just completely lost it. Like you've completely gone insane. But I'm like, yes, that means it's a success. And I think that that's what you should think about when you are doing something for the person you love. What would be like crazy? I mean, reasonable and not, it doesn't have to be super expensive or take, you know, 150 hours of your time hand gluing things. Listen, I'm all about practicality and impact. I want them to feel good. I want them to be like, this is insane. And that's why it's so cool. So think about what they like, you know? So I went online and I took a screenshot of this actual video. The video itself has, I think, almost 10 million hits. It's a really popular video. So I got like the main image of the video and then I just put graphics on it that said happy birthday Presley in purple, big writing where the balls were on the video picture. And then I had it printed on a big vinyl like backdrop and I put it on the floor and I put all the balls around it. So obviously she would know what it was, but I put the a huge vinyl poster. Originally I was going to tape it to a wall, but there's no way I, first of all, it would have been hard to stick because it was a huge poster and heavy and I I didn't want it to be like a cheapy like paper one I wanted to be like an actual real cool poster that wasn't just gonna you know wrinkle and whatever so I ended up putting it on the floor and I liked it even better because then the balls kind of went around it and I just kicked the balls off the area that said the words and kind of the main parts of it and just kind of added to the whole ambiance of the whole thing so think about what they like and what would just be awesome or what they're super into right now Now, of course, depending on ages, if you're doing this for a little kid or a little bit older of a kid or for an adult, I'm telling you, start with this. What do they love like in the big picture in life or even just right now? Like what are they super into? 
and then think about an idea and then just take it to the next level. Take it to that crazy level. It will have the most impact and the most feeling and it will be the most memorable and something they're never going to forget. You know how at the beginning I said, let's think about this as time stamping. This moment in time, this crazy time, but this is also a time that we're hopefully never ever after this going to have to do this again. So let's just make the most of that and do something specific to now. But I'm telling you, if you can make it to where it's a little crazy and a little extra, it's just going to, you know, make them feel good because you made so much effort. You pick something that is personal to them that they love and that would make them laugh and smile and be like, this is insane. This is the last thing I thought I would wake up to or the last thing I thought you would be doing or if it's someone that doesn't live with you, the last thing I would ever think you would drop off at my house. That's what we're going for. So right out of the gate, think about the person, think about what they love and then make it crazy. How about that? (laughs) Um, You could do, like I said, 4,000. Well, actually do 10,000. If you're going to do this, I'm telling you, and depending on the size of the room, and again, the girls share the room, so it's a pretty good size room, but do more balls than you think. And I got my balls from walmart.com. They came pretty quickly in nice big boxes. And I'm just, everyone keeps asking me where I'm going to store them. I have no idea. The 4,000 balls fit in five huge black trash bags. So I have them in there for now, or I know I haven't picked them up yet. That's what I will put them back in. That's what I had them in before I put them out. And then we're going to figure out from there probably in one of my eight sheds and then I'll figure out a way to use them again. So you could also do something like, how about camping in the backyard? Like if that's not something that you would normally do, I love like setting up a tent. And even if you don't sleep out there, you could still set up a full movie. You could just bring an iPad or if you want to get more extravagant with it, you could get a blow up movie screen or you could figure out a way to maybe companies are still renting blow up movie screens and they could just set it up in the back and do no contact that way. Like I said, I love, and I think what, you know, any fabulous things I've done have always kind of been like, get an idea and then figure out how you could take it to the extra level. And I think that's just, it just makes it very cool. So I love the camping in the backyard idea. I think this is especially great for little kids because they just feel like it's so crazy to be laying outside in the backyard when it gets cold and snuggle up with their favorite snacks. And you can do little twinkle lights, I think makes it super magical. You could do s'mores outside and make that creative, whatever they like. Like if I had a kid who loved s'mores, which I do, but her birthday is not till November. Let's all hope that we're not in quarantine in November. Um, and so I would do like an elaborate s'mores bar. And a lot of this stuff you could order online. You could do like your Insta- Instacart grocery shopping, or you can order it from local, support local businesses, which we are trying to do as much as possible and order in stuff. You could even do Amazon. Listen, there's benefits to all of them, right? So think about what you need. If I was doing a s'mores party, I would just get 17 different types of chocolates and do cool platters. I'd Pinterest and Google the, you know, um, s'mores setups and I'd create an elaborate one. I'd make my own banner or my own chalkboard sign, or I'd order one on Etsy. So it looked really polished. And then I'd throw this awesome like s'mores bar. I mean, I literally just thought of that on the fly, but you know what I mean? Whatever they like, whether it's food or a show or an activity or a book or um, a type of certain type of music or a genre in history, whatever it is, there's a party or a moment or an experience that you can make out of it. You know what I mean? I just think that having something that's really special and really extra and really specific to them is very cool. And it doesn't have to be super expensive or require months of planning. Maybe you're just thinking about this 
a week before. For, for Presley, so I guess I probably thought about it uh, maybe like a full two weeks in advance, but not a lot. It wasn't, I mean, obviously we haven't been in quarantine that long. I didn't think about it for months and months. I just kind of sat down and I was like, all right, I write, wrote out a whole bunch of ideas, big and small, like what she likes. And I just looked at it and said, okay, what can we do with this? So I think that's a really great way to have a cool moment. And so if you're at home with someone and kind of designing your day, you could do one of these things and then, you know, chill and relax and just have a mellow day. Or you could do three of the things that they like, you know, and we'll get into more ideas um, throughout the podcast as I go go through different segments of these. But I like a structure to the day, you know, have a structure and kind of have a plan. And listen, I'm a big fan of having an awesome plan and then being totally willing to scrap the plan. But that way, especially since we're not going out to restaurants and having people to meet, you don't do one thing and then you kind of all look at each other like, what now? And the birthday ends up feeling, you know, kind of lackluster. I've had totally had birthdays like that in the past pre-quarantine just because I didn't really make a plan before. You know, birthdays can be a lot of pressure. So I think if we just take the pressure off of it, tell ourselves that we are just going to have fun with it. But have a plan. I really, really think that's key to not all of a sudden looking at each other and being like, okay, well, that lasted 30 minutes. Now what do we do? You know, try to do something that lasts a little bit longer or set up several of them. For Presley, I had her wake up with that ball pit moment in her room, which was so cool and so special. They ran around in their pajamas. They jumped from the bed to the duck and the duck was rolling on the ball. So of course it gave me a heart attack, especially with the two-year-old doing it too. So we started with that and then her birthday was actually on Easter. So we did our Easter egg hunt, but I kind of just like sectioned off the day, you know? So Easter didn't take over her birthday, but then, you know, all the kids still had a really fun morning and a fun Easter moment and their Easter basket. So whatever you have going on, just segment the day a little bit. So it feels nice and full. Presley's birthday, obviously, because it was also Easter, I'm telling you, it felt like 75 days. I probably over... I don't know. I really don't think I overplanned it. It was just really nice and full. It was super, super nice and full. So what we did is we woke up with the ball pit room and then we had our whole Easter, our Easter egg hunt, opened the baskets, had the candy, had lunch. Then we, I set up in our playroom for like two days before, like for, you know, in the two days before her birthday, I set up the whole room and then no one was allowed to go in there. And I set up a YouTube party for her. So kind of going with the same theme, she likes watching different challenges on YouTube and has different people that she follows. And it's all really cute. And my girls are always talking about different challenges. So I set up the entire playroom with different YouTube challenges. I just printed out my own signs for what the challenges would be. We started with a pancake art challenge. So I got two griddles, just like two pretty inexpensive griddles on Amazon. And then I got those pancakes kind of tubes that I put pancake mix in it ahead of time and put them in the fridge, which I realized I should have left them out of the fridge so they were easier to squeeze out. Note if you do that. And then we just started the challenges. So we had her come in. I took pictures of her like I would normally in front of her dessert table. And then we started doing the challenges. So normally for a dessert table, I would do maybe a couple cakes. Of course, we would have, you know, anywhere from 20 people to 100 people at a normal party. But since it was just the five of us, I did two eight-inch cakes, an Oreo cake and a Funfetti cake. Great Dane Bakery, local to us if you're in Orange County. They are incredible and they're still doing cakes. They're awesome because you can just email everything in. You can email in pictures. And of course, things are a little bit limited and getting different cake toppers and things are a little bit limited. But 
I ordered my own cake topper, my own personal YouTube cake topper on um, Etsy and some cupcake talker, toppers and some little stickers. So I put those on after I picked up the cakes. And so my dessert bar wasn't as full and wasn't as extravagant, but that's kind of the point, right? Like I used stuff that I, mostly stuff that I had. For Stella's last birthday, we did a backyard movie night with all of her friends. So I had a lot of kind of movie, Hollywood-ish, camera reel type stuff that went with the YouTube theme. And of course I have every color sequin, tablecloth backdrops. We just hung something up in the playroom and made it look the best we could. And I didn't go over the top with details by any means because I really wanted to be mindful of, you know, the time that we are living in and not spend as much money. And it's us. Like I really, I made it as formal. Like I had everyone, I told them before the party is black and white and red themed where anything you want that kind of goes in that theme. So it still felt like effort. You know, we all walked in and, and I said the party's at one o'clock. So it was like an actual party. And I think that made her feel really special because it didn't feel like what I didn't want to do is have the day go by and then feel like, okay, well, hopefully the quarantine's over soon and then I can have my real party because we don't know how long this is going on. And I assume everyone who has birthdays during this time isn't going to all of a sudden up and have a party a month, two months, three months, four months after their actual birthday. So I wanted it to feel like, all right, we're doing this. We're having the birthday in this moment in time. And then you know, the birthday's over and we move on in the best way. Like it felt full. That was the goal. And it totally, it totally, totally worked with this. Now talking about a couple fails before I go on with the rest of the day, I ordered in food from a place that I don't, I have never ordered from before because I just wanted somewhere that delivered on Easter. And again, I love supporting local businesses during this time, but that was a fail. It was a fail because I still had to heat everything up. It was still a lot of plating. It probably would have been, it definitely would have been easier just to cook the things that I know that she loves or just keep calling places like some of our favorite places. I just wanted to do like some platters and something, but I would have been better off just going with a favorite. So if you're ordering in food, I think either make or order something that is their absolute favorite. And of course, other things that everyone else in the house will eat too. That was kind of my main fail with it is I tried so hard to focus on someone that would deliver on Easter that I wasn't really like stepping back and being like, just order or make whatever is like her absolute favorite. So listen, we let her pick that weekend, everything she wanted to eat. So we had donuts, we had Chick-fil-A, we had Sergeant Pepperoni's Pizza, our local pizza place. That's like the best pizza on earth. And I mean, and then other friends dropped off treats. So listen, she had a very awesome food part of her birthday, but that was like my main fail. So Take that into consideration. Make it easy because I really didn't want like a huge kitchen mess. So I don't know. I think order special food in, but make sure it's somewhere that they already love. Don't order something for the first time from a new place for the first time like I did. Okay, so we had the party at home and I ordered the special paper plates like I normally would. They were all social media kind of themed have a theme, you know, even if you're using things you have and just ordering some things, I really think start with what they love to create your theme and then use things you have. And then whatever you don't have, make sure you're, you're allowing extra time to order it. I love Etsy. And again, lots of small businesses there and don't be afraid of Amazon. I know a lot of people are down on Amazon, but listen, a lot of times when you order from Amazon, it's still helping support other businesses. Like for my company, million dollar tan, 
if you order through Amazon, you're still ordering through us. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of people, I totally get it. And we really spread out our spending and are supporting a ton of local businesses right now. But don't be afraid of Amazon for lots of reasons, I think. So give yourself some extra time because shipping is not as fast and maybe sometimes not even as reliable and kind of quoting the extra day. So give yourself some cushion and realize that just because you can't invite a bunch of people doesn't mean you can't have a party. So pick a theme. And if it's an adult kind of thing, maybe you do a virtual Zoom, like a cocktail hour on a virtual Zoom. I've heard of people doing a theme for this. I really like to make it like not super high impact on people. Like, you know, I wouldn't pick a crazy extravagant theme where people are like, are you kidding me? Like I already have so much to think about and worry about and do. And life is, you know, intense in ways at home. I wouldn't make it something so it's not manageable, but I think a cocktail time virtual on Zoom is super, super fun maybe with a special twist or a special theme to it. So back to our day, we did YouTube challenges throughout the room. So we did the pancake challenge and judge that one. Then we did a cotton ball challenge, which was super fun. They had a big bowl of cotton balls on the table in front of them. Then they had an empty bowl that they had to hold on their head and then one big giant spoon. And so for 30 seconds, they had to have a blindfold on and spoon as many spoonfuls of cotton balls from the full bucket on the table into the the empty bucket on top of their head. And then we counted the cotton balls at the end of it. Super, super fun. Something that all ages could do. We laughed the entire time. And it's good because it's fun and fast moving. If you're going to do some sort of challenge-based party like this, or even this exact theme, a YouTube challenge party, I think that the key is to have all the stuff prepped So they can move through it pretty fast. I feel like I did a great job of prepping everything, but some of the challenges lagged. And my husband was like, okay, come on, we really got to get a move on this. So have all the stuff prepped ahead of time so you can kind of move from one challenge to another. It'll just make it, you know, everyone keeps the energy up because it's different when you don't have, that's one thing I will say is when you don't have the energy of all the guests, it's different. You've got to really make sure you put in the effort to keep the energy going. So play music. Have it like nice and loud, you know? And then what I did is I, I mean, I love taking photos and videos and normally at parties I have because I love throwing parties, especially kids parties. I have my great friend and super talented photographer, Greg Loza, take photos and videos. So what I did is I took photos and videos. I mean, listen, it's going to be nowhere close to what Greg does, but I tried to take them while still enjoying the party and I'm going to send them to Greg and see if he can edit me up a video and maybe... I don't know how he could edit my photos. I'm sure my lighting wasn't as great and all that stuff. But listen, I documented it. We took the moment in time and I'm going to send it over to him and have him zhuzh it up so she still has a party video, you know? A party video to remember it. And this is something you could totally do at home. Greg knows my style and he's such an expert at this. I would never attempt it on my own and I want him to kind of be synergistic because he's done every party my kids have had. But I thought that'd be a really fun twist. It's not going to be you know, as over the top nearly, and it's not going to have all the guests as we normally do, but she's still going to have a video. It's not like this video is missing from all her years of party videos. And it just, even if you don't normally do party videos, it's a fun way. Even if you take some footage on your own and mash them up on an easy um, program to have the memory of it, I think that's a really, a really cool element. Somebody to think about ahead of time. You could even just set up um, one or two cameras to just roll through the whole thing if you don't want to you know, kind of have to spend your actual party time recording it. But I think that's a really fun way to remember it afterwards and, you know, just document this crazy time that we're living in. 
So we did a couple different challenges. We did it since it was Easter. We did the chubby bunny challenge where she had to put each of the girls had to put in big bunny marshmallows in their mouth. And you could just use regular marshmallows, obviously. But I thought it was so fun. The peep bunny shaped marshmallows and how many marshmallows they could put on in their mouth and still say chubby bunny. So we did a couple rounds of that. That was super fun. I found a lot of challenges that were eating like real food versus gummy food. And I was going to do some of those, but first it was, it would be hard to get different types of food. Like I got a bunch of sushi gummies. I actually got them before quarantine happened because I just wanted to do some fun challenge around her birthday for it. But then it would have been too hard to get fresh sushi and pick it up on Easter when most places are closed and it's difficult. You know, food is kind of difficult during quarantine too, with some places being closed and some places being open. And since it was Easter, they had already had a ton of candy in the morning. So I wanted to kind of do more physical kind of challenges and not as much food related. But I think food challenges are super fun. If we didn't already have that Easter moment in the morning, I probably would have done a couple more um, food challenges. We did a Disney challenge, which was really easy, playing a Disney song and seeing who could identify the song in the movie first. Super fun, super easy to do with your phone. And we just kind of moved around quickly between all the different challenges. And it was, I'm telling you, it was such a blast and it was so interactive that we were all, we were all just laughing and teasing each other and someone won and someone lost. And, you know, it was competitive and it was fun and we had music going and there was just a pulse and an energy. And that's like what I was saying is can be the obstacle because, you know, listen, it could just be two of you at this party, depending on how many people are in your, in your house or your apartment or wherever you live, or it could be six of you or however many of you, but since it's not as many people as you would likely normally have, having energy and a pulse and, you know, some some a vibe to keep you going, I think is really key. So make sure everyone's, I had a pep talk, my husband, I'm like, you know, whatever happens, you're going to have a good attitude because it's important and it's important to her. So I think if everyone's like mindful and goes into it, we probably shouldn't threaten him, like th- say it in a threatening tone, like I just sounded like, but you know what I mean? Just give everyone like the little pep talk. This is important. It's not traditional, but we're all going to go in there and we're going to show up and we're going to be our best because it's important and it's important to this person. And I think that, you know, your people will do that. But just taking that moment to kind of mention it ahead of time, I think is a great idea because, you know, then when someone would normally be annoyed or whatever, I feel like they'll just have more tolerance. So after we did the challenges, I got a text message from a friend. So one of my best girlfriends, Jenny, is the craziest thing. Her daughter has the same birthday and we did not know each other at the same time, but we had this, we had the same OB deliver us, same, same doctor. So her daughter was born, literally our doctor did her C-section and then my C-section. Same day, same hospital, how we did not meet in the hospital. I'll never know and became friends years later, but our girls share the same birthday. So Jenny had arranged a car caravan. You know those fun party car caravans that people are doing these days? And at first I was hesitant because it's Easter and I feel badly people going out of their house. And she's like, listen, everyone's looking for things to do. Let's throw it out there. So we threw it out to all the second grade moms of girls and asked if they would be up for it. So many people did it and it was so cool to make it a surprise. So she texted me when the caravan was leaving her house and coming over to our house. So we told Presley, oh my gosh, was there something weird outside? She ran out and saw all her friends in their cars with 
balloons and signs and hanging out. A couple friends even ran and dropped presents at the at the um, driveway, and it was just so cool. And it was it was I was shocked. I was emotional just to see people we hadn't seen seen in so long, and to see so many people come out and show love and just to see their smiles and everyone yelling happy birthday and seeing Presley just like so happy she was shy which is crazy because she's she's really not shy but she was shy because it was like oh my like it's shocking you know she's only eight it was very very cool I'm so glad Jenny pushed me to do it and I'm so glad Jenny planned all of it because it was just such a cool moment you know and we walked out of having our party to that so I would definitely recommend planning a party parade, a little car parade. I, like I said, at first I just kind of thought it was cheesy and a pain for people. And do people really want to do it? But seeing it from the side of the recipient, it was so fun. And of course I would hundred percent, anyone asked me to do it, we are all in because it doesn't take very much of your time. And I just think it's so special. And really, because listen, it's none, something none of us have ever had done before. Something that your birthday person will totally remember. Another thing that I did for my daughter Presley and I did it for Jenny's daughter Harper is I had a local company and I will link in the notes who we used because it was so so cool we did yard signs so I had a yard sign they come at like 9 p.m the night before the birthday and they put up yard signs and then they take them down like 24 hours later so they're up all day in your lawn so we had happy eighth birthday Press Parker I mean sorry Presley and happy eighth birthday Harper on both of our lawns. And that was like, when they came out and saw that on the lawn, it was so cool because this huge sign with stakes in the ground. And then even when our neighbors were walking by on, on morning walks and they were yelling, Hey, happy birthday. If they could kind of see us in the house or if we were running around outside and for the drive by, it just made it even cooler because you're standing on your lawn with this huge sign behind you and all your friends are there. It was very, very cool. So Google and search wherever you live if there is a local company doing this because I've never done yard signs before and I think it's a great way to do it for someone you love in your own home or give it as a gift for someone else. You know, it's like the best surprise. You wake up on your birthday morning with this giant yard sign and the best part, it's so easy. They are reusing all these letters. So you kind of tell them what you have in mind. They pick the lettering and they put some emojis or some stars or some hearts, whatever else to kind of jazz it up. And it's just this awesome yard sign. You don't have to do anything. They set it up and they take it down. Couldn't be any easier. And I think it's just one of those things that I have, like I said, I've never done. I haven't seen very many of them, but I have a feeling that they're going to get very popular on social media because they're just so cool. And like I said, it was reasonable and it was just super easy. So we went outside we had that special moment with the yard sign and everyone doing the car parade. And then we came back inside and finished up our party. So we did a couple more challenges and then I let them just chill. They chilled with dad and kind of watched a movie while I regrouped and I made dinner. We had two more big things. We did, an, we did another dinner kind of from the same food we had earlier, but I made some extra things. So what I was trying to avoid did not happen. My kitchen was completely destroyed, but that was okay because I wanted to make her a special meal. We all sat down and did toasts around talking about how much we loved her and how special the day was. And then we went back into our party room and she blew out, we sang happy birthday. She blew out her candles on her two YouTube cakes. 
And it was just, it was cool. It was very, very cool. We sang to her and I videotaped us singing with her, whether the video turns out, you know, great or not, Greg will, Greg will decide. But I just thought, you know, it's not like we're just doing it all casually and just kind of like half doing it. We went in and we made a moment of it, just like we would if we were at a party with a hundred guests. We went and we're like, okay, it's Cape time. Everybody gather around. You know what I mean? Like just saying it and positioning it and segmenting the day. So each thing kind of, it doesn't have to happen at a certain time, but each thing has its own moment, you know? So I'm like, okay, it's time for cake. Let's do this. We lit the candles. We sang, we all showed up and we were our best. And we even changed clothes because our clothes were from the different challenges and all the things. We all kind of looked a little bit more. And so I was like, all right, now put on whatever rainbow or whatever bright colors you want to do. We're going to move to a different area of the playroom and we're going to have her blow out her candles. So, you know, I just made it feel like we weren't just doing the like lazy way. We were doing it full out because that's what she deserves, the full effort of it. So we sang and we did cake and then she was like, this was such a great day. We opened presents and she was just like, awesome. I, you know, I couldn't be any happier. And then I was like, great. We have one more surprise. We took her in. I opened up my laptop. I couldn't get the screen mirroring working on the TV, which was another little fail, but it worked out totally great. I pulled up on my computer and what I had done is I had reached out to friends and family and friends, you know, family friends of ours and friends in her grade and had them all record a quick video, just a quick um, video message. And I have a video editor who I use for work and she put it together for me. Now, I think this is something you could completely do on your own, do a little mashup video. There's so many apps that make it so easy. I happen to have her that she is awesome and she knows me so well. So as the videos came in, I gave people like a week to do it. I said, you know, if you could send it to me no later than Friday morning, that would be great. And then she edited it up and then we played it on Sunday night and it was so cool. And it was so cool that it was recorded because now she can watch it over and over. We we watched it two, the video was four and a half minutes and we watched it once. And then we laughed and we talked about who was the funniest and who she didn't expect to see. And then we watched it a whole nother time. And it was just a very cool. And just to see her so smiley, to see her friends from school that she misses so much was just awesome. I know a lot of people are doing virtual Zoom birthday stuff. And I like that. But let me tell you why I did it this way. And I prefer it this way. With all the Zooms, I think it's really easy to have technical difficulties. And I didn't want to get into that. And it could also be a lot of timing stuff for us and for other people, I just wanted to remove the complication of it, right? I didn't want to be set locked down to a certain time because we already had quite a few elements going in the day. I didn't want to mess people up or, you know, I just feel like it's a lot of, it's a lot of management, a lot of organization and a lot that could go wrong. So I took that off the table. No Zoom for us. We did um, these pre-recorded video messages. And like I said, my favorite part is she can watch it over and over and it's just so sweet and so cool. So whether the person lives with you or doesn't, this is something that you could do for free if you can edit it on your own or learn an app if you don't already know one. Something you could do for free that will make them feel so good. Reach out to their family, friends, anyone that loves them. Ask them for a quick video. I would ask them to do it portrait mode. So it's, you know, so it's a cross, not up and down. I asked people, but still people sent it up and down, which I think, you know, is kind of normal. And and we just kind of put the blurt out on the sides as you do. but 
I think if you are really doing it ahead of time, really emphasize to do it portrait mode, to do it, you know, across, um, horizontal that way. Am I saying it right? Yeah. Do it, do it, do it. So it's long ways, you know, so it fills up the whole TV screen. I think that just works better, but either way it works. We had it both ways, totally worked out. And I just thought it was so cool. And I loved playing it at the end of the day. Cause it just, like I said, about segmenting the day, it just like wrapped it all together. Like you've got to be kidding me. Like that was just so sweet that so many people spent the time to say such sweet things. So plan that one ahead of time. Make sure you give people enough time and think of different people. I had Presley's first grade teacher who is awesome and, and has become a family friend to us. She did such a sweet, like, you know, people that they wouldn't expect. It doesn't have to just be all the usual suspects. Pick some people too that, you know, they wouldn't expect to make it fun and change it up. And I just think it just brings in so much love to their day. And, you know, people get, depending on your age, text messages or phone calls, but seeing a video message from so many people all mashed together, there's something really, really special about that. So that's how we ended our day. And it was crazy because at the very end of the day, like, listen, this day, like I said, felt like 75 days. I was exhausted. It felt like like Christmas times 10, really, with all the setups and the Easter bunny and the birthday and the wrapping and all the stuff. But she was like, you know what? Today was one of the best birthdays ever. And mom, I'm not even talking about quarantine. I'm talking about all the birthdays. So it was like the, the most special thing that she could have ever said. Then we went in, I put the baby to sleep. We went in not too long ago. We built um, a little movie room um, on the side of the house that was um, a guest bedroom that we didn't use very much. And we watched the YouTube video with Unspeakable with all the balls from the ball pit balls. And we laughed about the video. And then we watched a couple more of her favorite YouTube videos, which isn't something that, I mean, I would never be opposed to doing it, but it's not something that 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 both girls and my husband and I would just sit and watch with her, you know, just like it's something that the girls kind of do, or I'm always monitoring what they're watching, but we just wouldn't sit and watch, you know, five of these, you know, kind of challenge videos, but that's what she loves. And that's what we did. And we started with the ball pit one and it was just very cool. So takeaway from that is I think, think about what your person really likes doing that maybe you don't necessarily usually do it with them. I never sit and watch YouTube videos with her just because I have 10,000 things I always have to do. But in that moment, that's what she wanted to do. And that's how we ended the day. And it couldn't have been any better. So think about the different ways that you can kind of do that for them. Okay, lots and lots of other ideas. Now that you know what we did and what was really fun and what was a success for us, I think another thing you could do is order in special food. Birthday food is the best. You know how it's like on your birthday week, your birthday weekend, your birthday day, you eat whatever you want. Like that's the time. Listen, if there's ever a time in the year to eat everything and eat everything you love, this is it. So order their favorite, make special food at home. If it's someone that you don't live with, drop off food or use Postmates or other delivery service to drop it off at their front door. If it's someone you live with, you could do breakfast in bed. I think that's really fun and special. Get a nice big tray. Order one ahead of time if you don't have one, or you could use anything for a tray. But make it like legit, maybe even with like a little flour and some coffee and some juice and some lots of options, you know? Make a spread so it really feels like a special breakfast in bed. I love that. I think it's especially good for a mom or a dad 
um, just something totally out of the ordinary that you wouldn't normally do. And maybe you would do that for their birthday or you have. So then do something, make it a little extra or a lot extra. Another idea I love is to do a tasting party. Like I said, we're talking about food right now. So all the food things. I love an Oreo tasting bar. I've done Oreo tasting bars. Listen, I did an Oreo tasting bar one time at open house. I in for when I was room parent for one of my kids' classes. I was like, why aren't we doing treats? Like this is super fun. And it's towards the end of the year. All the kids are coming and all the parents are coming. I want our room to be extra special. So I just did an Oreo testing bar. And you could do it where, you know, you just have the signs and it's not like a challenge. You could do all the different Oreos and you could do it with M&Ms too because there are so many different types of M&Ms. Or you could do it more like a challenge where people have like little clipboards and they have to write down what flavor they think each Oreo is. You could tell them the options or not tell them the options if you want it to be harder. An Oreo bar, an Oreo tasting bar is something that's super fun. You can use stuff that you have to make it cool. Um, whether you do it in little char jars, like mason jars or little trays, or you do little chalkboard signs, you blindfold, whatever, whatever you want to do. I think a tasting bar is really, really fun. How about an ice cream bar, like a build your own ice cream sundae bar. You could do it kind of tasting style where you taste different ice creams and guests, or you could just do like literally like an elaborate banana split Sunday ice cream Sunday kind of bar with all the toppings and all the things like your own cold stone you know you could do something like that that I think is super fun and makes for more of a moment you know we're trying to fill this day with lots of fun things and I think that that's a really fun way to get in a yummy yummy dessert and do something you wouldn't normally do you know if you would normally do they don't do like two sprinkles do like 10 sprinkles they're not that expensive. It's not that much of a cleanup, you know, think extra with this. And I think that's what will make it so memorable just because it kind of seems crazy. And that's the fun of it. So take it kind of to the next level. I think that that's what makes it really memorable. If you're doing a special, a special celebration for an adult, let's do some champagne tasting or some tequila tasting or some vodka tasting. Same thing goes like our Oreo bar, you know, you could do a blind tasting or you can do it so you know what you're tasting. You could write them down. You could share. I just think have fun with it. Pair food with it. You know, the meal doesn't have to just be the meal. I think it could be any time of the day, brunch or dunch or any time. But if your person likes to celebrate with some booze, I think that doing a champagne tasting or tequila, like tequila and tacos, so fun and so easy to do at home. Another thing I love when it comes to parties is to decorate. So decorate their room in a fun way. You could make a banner or you could have one made. This is great for kids that live in your home of any age. Um, you could put a ton of balloons on the floor. You could hang streamers. If it's um, an older kid, you know, maybe early teens or a teenager, you could do some sort of like, you know, trap where you kind of like balloon them in or use some tape or use lots of streamers to kind of do it to block off their door, whatever, whatever's fun that you think, depending on their age, would make it like, what, what the heck is this? Like, that's the goal. So think about decorating their room. Now, if you are doing this for someone that you don't live with, you could decorate their front porch or their front area. It's like toilet papering in reverse, if you will, you know, you could hang a banner on their front lawn or you could decorate outside with sidewalk chalk. That's super fun. 
you could drop off fresh flowers, which might seem which might seem just kind of like generic, but I think it's still super sweet. Or if it's someone that you live with, you can buy like a good amount of fresh flowers. Um, and again, support a local business in the process process and put them in the room in their room or in their kitchen. I like fresh flowers. And I'm thinking like more like mason jar style rather than like, you know, cheesy Conroy's flowers vase style with ripples and ridges. Like you know, make it fresh and um, put a cool bow on it or better yet, put three bows together and tie it on it so it's nice and big. I think that fresh flowers are fun and they, you know, uplift any room. Another great idea is if you're doing something at home with a family, Do I t- told you about all the family challenges that we did, but I think you can also do family challenges like baking, like you could do cake decorating or some sort of bake-off or something like that is really, really fun. Or you could do sports, you could do games in the backyard, you could have small prizes for the winners. Whatever your family does, do that, but do it next level. Or whatever your birthday person loves, do that, but, you know, put a twist on it. Make it fun, have prizes and have a competition, have cheesy little trophies, whatever it is. Have Do something that's going to get everyone up and get everyone involved. Back to food for a second. I love a special cake. So you could either make a cake or order a special cake. Like I said, I did two YouTube-themed capes to make it fun. I wanted to do two different flavors. So we just did an eight-inch but kind of tall Oreo cake and Funfetti cake, and that went over really well, and we had nice leftovers to snack on the next day. Super fun. But I think a special cake moment is important. Make it, buy it from someone who's still open and pick it up, have them pop it in the trunk. Um, And again, something you'll want to think about ahead of time to make sure you have the supplies. Something that probably sounds obvious, but I think is really cool during this time is making special cards, or maybe if you're doing it for a parent, um, have the kids write on a poster or write on cards. You can even print out pictures from your printer. Listen, it's not something we're, you know, hanging on our wall as art till the end of time. You can just print out printer pictures from your printer, put them on a sign, put them on a poster and put them up. Lots of creative ways that you can make it sentimental and meaningful. And it doesn't require a ton of planning and a ton of logistics to where you're just going to like, you know, kill yourself in the process. I'm all about doing things big and grand and extra, but like in a really efficient way, like all the way around. I told you about my yard sign idea. I think that it was not my idea, but the yard sign idea. I love it. I think it's grand and it's low impact on you. I love a birthday scavenger hunt and not just like a typical kid scavenger hunt. I love a scavenger hunt for any age. I think you can even do this for an adult, like the right adult that would think that this is fun and not annoying, but you could do a scavenger hunt to find different things, or maybe there's just clues all over and there's a gift at the end. I think a birthday scavenger hunt is a great way to start the day or end the day it, it just, I mean, listen, it's fun and it makes you laugh. So whether you create your own or you find a scavenger hunt online and then kind of alter it. I love scavenger hunts in general. I do it as a room mom all the time because I just think it's fun. It gets people out and running around and laughing and teasing each other. And I think it's cool. So even if it's an adult thing that you're trying to do, I think you just think about the person and what they could like and put out some fun clues and have a good time with it. Another idea, we talked a little bit about popping up a tent outside, but I love like playing a movie outside. You know what I mean? Like with popcorn and candy and blankets. We've done this one time in our hot tub outside. 
where I can't remember what I did with this. If I just, I mean, you could even just do it with an iPad or you could bring um, a laptop out or you could, you know, really go through the effort and plug in a TV out there or really go to the effort and buy a blow up screen or rent one, however you want to do it, small or big. But I think there are so many ways that you could do it with things that you have in your home now and just play a movie outside. So whether you're cuddling up with blankies and snacks or maybe you're watching it in the hot tub. The whole thing is it's something you wouldn't normally do, and that's what makes it special, and that's what makes it a celebration. We wouldn't normally watch a movie while eating snacks in the hot tub, so that's what made it cool. I forget what we did that for. We did that a couple of years ago for one of the kids, and it was a total blast. Maybe it was just something we did on their actual birthday. I think that's what it was because their party was a couple of days before or a couple of days after, so that's a fun one. Balloons. I love balloons. They instantly say celebration, party, something special. I had this amazing company bring in balloons the night before, and it worked out so great. I will link in the show notes. She did this awesome kind of structure that had Presley's name and a big rainbow eight and lots of balloons that was fun, and it was really lightweight. So I brought it upstairs when I did the ball moment, and I ha- I brought it downstairs when we did her party. It was really cool. So. I love this. I'll I'll show pictures of that on my Instagram. And then I will also link the company that we use if you are local to Orange County. A lot of times I do my own balloons too. You can make it easy. Blow up a bunch of balloons and throw them all over the floor of their room or the kitchen or wherever you're doing a party. I think balloons are key. Balloons make a party. You know, it just feels festive. So do balloons, do long streamers on them if you want. You can buy um, an inexpensive helium tank and fill your balloons or you can just use a pump or just blow them up yourself but I think balloons are really key do it on your own or have a company if uh there's a local company who's still working uh near you I love the video idea like I said zoom works but I just love the friends video thing you know and what I meant wanted to mention why I brought this up again is for teens or adults just get in touch with their closest friends like you know preteens and teens can sometimes be difficult to figure out something that they don't think is lame. I love this. Like if you're reaching out to their closest friends and the people they love the most, having them put together a video and putting it all together, there's no way they're not going to love it. That in no way will ever fall under a lame category because it's, you know, special thoughts, special memories, special wishes from people they care about. So I think that's something that just works at any age. So before we wrap up, I know this episode got so long, but I love birthdays. I love celebrations. I just wanted to give you as many ideas as I could so that you didn't think about all the ways that you were limited, but think about all the things we can do. So last topic before we wrap up, and I love this because it seems so limited if you can't be around people that you love. So here are some last ideas what to do if it's the birthday of someone you love that you are not quarantined with. Some of them we went through. Send a treat. So use Postmates or I love going on sprinkles.com because I feel like I can really customize everything and send someone cupcakes. That's a really good one. You can send them their favorite meal on Postmates. And I I know so many restaurants who have never offered food delivery are now offering it. So there's so many different options if you get on uh, Postmates and DoorDash and Uber Eats, whichever ones work in your area. But try them all. See all the different options. And I think that's a really special way to send something nice. Again, homemade cards or posters, I think are so cool. Print out photos at home or print them out online if you plan enough time. I love 
framing pictures, like what a great gift to drop off on someone's doorstep right now is maybe just like a set of four framed pictures. And it could be pictures that you, you know, ask their best friend or their spouse, or maybe you have. So it's not just pictures of you and them together, but maybe, you know, your friend group or them and their kids or them and their husband or boyfriend or for whatever, whatever it is. I think it's really, really cool to do sentimental things that involve photos right now. I think it means a lot anyways, but it means so much more during this time. So think about photos, ways you could do it yourself or print online and have it mailed to you. We talked about the drive-by parade, which I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about, and it was amazing. So plan a drive-by parade. Drop off gifts at their door, I think is the sweetest thing. I've done this for a couple of friends. Drop things off and then just text them ding-dong surprise at the door. That way, you know, especially if it's food, it's not left out there for a long time, but they don't feel the stress of having to come out. That's another thing that's difficult with kids is if it's been my kid's friends' birthdays, I still drop the things off at the door because if the kids see each other, it almost becomes, I mean, the drive-by was a little different because it was fun. The kids are hanging out of their cars, but I just don't want my kids to go to the door and then they see their friends and then, you know, it becomes more painful that they can't play together. So just be mindful of that if you're doing it for a kid. Text them, send a recorded message singing happy birthday, I think is really cool. Drop off balloons or have balloons delivered. We talked about the flowers. We talked about sidewalk chalk outside. Um, Pictures. I love the tiny Polaroid frames. I will link these because I love them. I did it for my husband's birthday. Kind of last minute, we just invited friends to a restaurant in December for my husband's birthday. And I printed out from my home printer. I love my HP Tango printer. It is my favorite printer of life. I printed out little pictures and they weren't super high res. Like I printed them out the best I could from my printer, but it's fun when it's, they're in these little frames that have like confetti if you shake them up and they're made for these small Polaroids, which you would take Polaroids, but I just use them as the frames and I put them on the table in front of each person. So it was a picture of my husband, Craig, with his friend, Brian. I put that in front of Brian and then they all took it home when they left. Just a fun little party thing that was a fun decoration, but they also took with them. So I love these tiny frames that hold these small pictures that you can print at home. And because there's confetti in it, it's kind of forgiving, you know? So I will link those because those are super fun and there's so much you could do with it. Like that's such a great idea. Get 10 of them. Like that's extra. That's extravagant. That's like kind of crazy. And print out pictures and leave them at their front doorstep with a note and like, you know, whatever, their favorite smoothie. Birthday done. They feel awesome. They will remember it. Because it's something really great. It doesn't cost you a lot. You're not spending four days crafting and staying up all night. Like you feel good about it. It's good effort. It doesn't kill you to do it. I think it's it's all in the details and it's all in, you know, those sentimental things. And I think handwritten cards and photos mean more now than ever. So overall, thank you for sticking with me for this almost one hour episode. I think that's my longest one, you guys. I love birthday celebrating. So much more to come. I'm in the process of creating an online course. I love online courses lately because I think think it's such a great way to learn from people who have tried to really become an expert at different things. And I love celebrating little things. You know, of course I love celebrating big things, Christmas and birthdays, but I like celebrating the niche things too, like a birthday in quarantine that would qualify or Valentine's day or half birthdays 
or school year's eve i always do a little party at our house the night before school starts just to get them excited i do fun first day of school and last day of school pictures just all those things celebrating little things so i'm right in the middle of writing an online course celebrating little things which is so much fun because it's like this episode times 20,000. It's all the ideas for all the small celebrations in life. How to make people feel special, how to feel special yourself, how to celebrate big things and how to celebrate little things in big ways and in little ways. Some things are simple and made at home and other things are extravagant and elaborate and memorable in a big way. So, and everything in between. I just really think when we're talking about quarantine birthdays and you're planning a celebration for someone you love, overall build the day around what really makes the birthday person happy, you know? Picture yourself looking at them. Like if you're thinking of an idea and you're like, I don't know about this, picture them. Picture what they would, how their, what their reaction would be like. You love them. You know them really well. When it's happening, what would their reaction be like? So you really pick some things that would be perfect for them. Don't pick what you think is fun or you think they should like. Do things they actually love and it will be a great day guaranteed. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I'd love to hear how you are celebrating at home during this time. Ping me on Instagram and comment on my post about this episode. And I'm telling you, friends, we are in this together. I really appreciate you listening and I appreciate this community and this conversation. And I hope. If you or someone you love has a birthday during quarantine, you celebrate in the biggest and best way. Cheers, friends. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.